we're back at it. Week 18, episode 18. Dane, how you feeling? I'm feeling real nice. I feel like the every, three blind mice. <laughs> every single week, he starts the rap the exact same way. It's, a, it's the same progression. It's like every week I'm blank, 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 and then blank, 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 and then he stops rhyming, he laughs, and we keep going. Is that is that an accurate representation of your rapping skills, Dane? No, I'm not good with words. Yeah, I know. But hey, that's why we started the podcast, because we're not good with words. But you know who <laughs> is good with words? Sharon? Uh, I was going to go with Taylor Swift, and yes, Taylor this Swift. is the Taylor Swift song draft episode. You've been asking for it. By you, I mean like one person. Mine's and the best. It's, it's going to be good. I think you'll enjoy this episode. It's going to be our best one yet. And Sam is a big lover era kind of guy. And we'll discuss that more on the podcast. So welcome to episode 18. Coming at you right now. now. Welcome back to episode 18 of the Until Next Week podcast. Not a single world. Keep going. As long as you kiss the girl. Yes, kiss the girl. Um, we a crab are, told me to do that. What? Who did? A, a crab. Oh. His name is Sebastian. Mm. Are you good friends with Sebastian? No, I can't speak very well underwater. Yeah, I mean, that's understandable <laughs> for sure. Um, I don't, yeah, we're, we're on a weird tangent to start this episode. But the reason we were talking briefly about The Little Mermaid was because... I went to see Ben Rector this week. He doesn't sing songs. I mean, he doesn't sing songs at all. I mean, why <laughs> why would I go see an artist sing if he doesn't sing, you know? She was looking for that Range Rover, that's why. Oh, that is... <laughs> just, <laughs> you're just making me feel brand new. You know, Dane? Um, is that another one of his songs? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. uh, Dane okay. is not the biggest Ben Rector fan. I have three songs on my phone by him. Yeah, um, so before we get too far into this... Yeah, I went to a Ben Rector concert yesterday in Tulsa. Today is Saturday, the 29th of April. Of November. Nope, nope. It's April. (laughs) But I did go see Ben Rector yesterday in Tulsa. And just first off, he puts on one of the best concerts I've ever seen. I have seen him three times now. Uh, One time in Fayetteville and kind of like a smaller venue, which was pretty cool. And yeah. I saw him last summer in OKC outdoors, which was also not cool because it was a summer. It was crazy hot. And yeah, it, it's it's toasty, but it was great at the same time. Because we're in the deep south. Mm-hmm. So deep. Um, and then I also saw him yesterday in Tulsa in an indoor venue. And uh, it's like a very old venue. I think it's a Tulsa theater. Yeah. And you probably don't know any. That means nothing to you, I'm sure, Dane. I've been to Tulsa once. Okay, so that means nothing to you. I remember the potholes and mm-hmm. the illegal tolls they were trying to charge me. Okay, really quick. With the tolls, <laughs> why do they have the tolls and then literally have the worst roads in the world? Like right after, like you literally oh pull gosh. in yeah. to the tolls and then you pull out and it's like, oh, there's a pothole. There's a pothole. You're done. In fact, we own your car now. Yeah, like what's what are they even doing? It has to be like a drug smuggling situation with the money. I don't know. 100%. It's a front. It's definitely going to the hands of the uh, the people. Not the people. Not us. Not us. Yeah, we're giving but away. I mean, the government. Yeah, the state representatives that don't pave the roads. Tolls are one of the biggest pet peeves I have. Yeah. And then, like, it's something else with it is you go up and then you just get stressed, like, because sometimes you're like, oh, man, is the toll coming up right now? And you're maybe if you're, if you're in the wrong lane, you're yep. not prepared. And like, oh, if I go down the middle and don't go to the toll, do they just, like... 
What do they do? You want to know how I handled the tolls when I went? How, you just ran right through them? I ran right through them. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a company car, so mm-hmm. they didn't bill me. They billed the company, yeah, baby. There, there you go. There you go. But yeah, I think it's just, just I don't know. Just don't have tolls. It's, it's dumb. It's dumb on so many different levels. If you have other thoughts about tolls, I mean, I don't know anybody who really has positive thoughts, but if you yeah. do have any kind of thoughts you want to tell us, leave us a voice memo, you know, on the uh, Add Until Next Week podcast Instagram. Um, we have a vo- our first voice memo coming oh. later in the episode, but we're not we're not quite there. But I wonder we'll, who that is? Yeah, you'll you'll just keep listening. You know, I bet they suck. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, first voice memo, and they they are not ideal, I guess, to Dane. Um, but yeah, went to the Ben Rector concert. Went with my sister Rebecca, and we got there right around when gates open. We went up to our seats on the second deck, and no joke, two rows ahead of us. Was Ben Rector Benjamin? Yeah, he was just chilling. Like I, like no one was really in the arena yet, or most people were like going to the bathroom or buying merch. And we went up high to our seats, sat down, and looked ahead of us. And two seats away wow. was Ben Rector. He was interviewing. It looked like a couple other fans, and that was pretty unique because he doesn't do like meet and greets nowadays. So I've never got to meet him. Not yet. Um, but I knew that would be the moment. I'd be able to get a quick picture. And then when you asked him if he would be on the Until Next Week podcast, he gave a date. Yeah, uh, I, I I messed up. I <laughs> forgot to ask him to be on the podcast. I tr- I made a quick joke. I'm like, oh, am I sitting in your seat? I'm sorry. And then, <laughs> Dang it, Samuel. You choked. <laughs> yeah, that's all I could think of. And then I was like, hey, can we get a picture? And it's like, sure. And he was all nice and everything. And then he kind of went on his way. But that was a very nice surprise. Like you go to a Ben Rector yeah. concert, sit in your seat, and Ben Rector's right ahead of you. And it was funny because the people around us are like, yeah, that guy looked familiar. I'm like, well, he's the guy performing tonight. Like, huh. that's who you paid to see. Like, oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. We need him. We needed him to at least say, hi, it's Ben Rector, and you're listening to the Until, Until Next, Next Week, Week podcast. podcast. And then he does that Disney Channel thing where he like has <laughs> yeah. a little wand, and he tries to draw the symbol, and we'll have him draw our logo instead. <laughs> Have you seen those videos where uh, yes. they actually draw what they actually drew? It, it, yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's not even close. Have you seen the one of Beans from Even Stevens? And like yeah. each one, he's just like scribbling it, and then they like trace it. It's like, what are you doing? It's like, this what is, are you doing? It's yeah, it's those not are <laughs> yeah. They welcome to Disney Channel, and they just straight up scribble. Ah, the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Like all what of can those. I say? It's a great show, but and the, but they Fantastic they weren't good show. at doing the whole Mickey Mouse ears either. I was more of a Nickelodeon guy. Mm-hmm. Because of Drake and Josh, obviously. Great, great show. Um, Megan. Megan! Yeah. I was talking with my roommate Lane earlier. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I ever met Miranda Cosgrove, mm-hmm. I would not address her as Miranda. No, you just call her Megan. It's Megan or Carly. Yeah, I mean, like, totally. Like, there's no... You can't call her by her real name anymore. Like, that's not how you know her. No one knows her by Miranda Cosgrove. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but getting back... Ben Rector because you know that's part of this episode we're meeting Ben Rector by we I mean me and my sister not you Dane because you only know three of his songs really it's only one I don't know that I listen to the other two that much but you know Range Rover I listen to Range Rover he did sing that at the concert which was a highlight because it is a very high quality song I like it Um, but basically this was his acoustic tour and it was kind of interesting because he didn't do like his most recent album he picked like a lot of his bigger hits like from over the years so i think early on he played one of his older songs from like give or take 10 years ago and he wanted everybody to sing along he's like and if you don't know the words 
why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> What's his biggest hit? What was the song? Uh, I don't know which one it was for that. It was a lot of like his older ones. And like, I know the lyrics to most of his songs. So that was good. And I think I knew that one as well. But it was funny because I have another friend, um, Jackson Frazier. Shout out. He's a Springfield guy who moved to Tulsa. He impulsively bought last minute tickets to go with another friend of ours named Ben Dobson. And whenever he started, whenever he said that, like immediately after concert, I'm like, Jackson, do you know that song? He's like, no. <laughs> like, yeah, you're getting called out by Ben Rector. He was on your Instagram. Uh, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I posted Jackson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just kind of interesting. And I thought it was pretty cool him playing his older hits because other tours I've been to his was his Magic Tour, I think in 2019. Magic so Mike was, Tour. Yeah, so it was a Magic album. Gosh. What did I say? I, did you, I don't know. I think. I don't know what I said either. I think I know what you said, but I'm not going to repeat it. Uh, if you want to rewind to see what he said, do it, you know? Um, but then the other tour was the Joy uh, Tour. I don't know if that was the exact name, but that was his most recent album. Um, but this was, yeah, a lot of his original songs over the years. And it was all acoustic, which is kind of cool. More of like, I guess, intimate in a way. Yeah. And it was a smaller arena also. So a lot of people were like singing along and he had people like snap and clap, but he had to make sure to like walk us through that because walk, walk, walk. especially white people, um, oh, we can't, no. I know oh, no. we can't white stay people. on beat as a whole. Typical. And, yeah. Yeah. He had to keep on me like, okay, okay. Now you got to lean back. Don't, don't clap too early. You're speeding up. It's like lean back <laughs> a little bit. And it's like, okay, okay. And then he did something kind of unique, which I felt kind of called out because I cannot do this. He had people whistle along to some songs. <laughs> That is Dane because I cannot whistle, baby. Um, Florida. Uh, oh, no, 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 You know what that song's about? No, 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 no. Shout out to our Florida residents. But I can't whistle in any way, shape, or form. I used to love that song. But yeah, he just did, he's really good at like crowd work and getting the audience involved. And he had another part where he was calling out people in the audience who raised their hands and like they would ask him questions. And it was kind of awkward because he had one question left and he was like, okay, everybody's pointing to that one guy up in the second deck. Okay, <laughs> you sir, say your um, question. And then this other guy thought he was pointing at him, but he stood up and they both started yelling the question at the same time. He's like, no, no, the guy in the back, not you sir. <laughs> and then he's like, wait, do I say like, no, 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 you, you sit down. You're blending in, you sit down. <laughs> uh, sorry, but I want to talk to the other guy. So this, this like older guy in the front row is like, ah, I'm so disappointed. But then. The other guy's just like, what's your favorite college? And he, of course, he's going to say University of Arkansas because that's where you went. Um, and then briefly, some people started doing the woo pig suey thing. Ooh. Yeah, I like, I like Arkansas too. Yeah, but it's kind of, I think, somewhat awkward because it is in Tulsa. So there's not necessarily a ton of Arkansas fans. Shouldn't be. Um, but yeah, just something kind of unique. Um, but yeah, he did all of his like normal, I guess, hits over the years. And then he typically does a cover of a song. So we did. It's a great day to, to be, be alive. alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. By Travis Tritt. Um, Love Travis. And honestly, I didn't know I knew the lyrics as well as I did, but like everybody yeah. kind of sang along. As you should in the South. Ben Rector had a uh, nice, um, I guess, cover of that song. And then something else that happened a little bit later was he did a Little Mermaid medley. And everybody's like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never really watched this movie, but I know the this, this <laughs> song somewhat. Well, if you want, do you want a summary um, of the movie? I don't really want to, because I don't want any spoilers in case I watch. Girl gives up voice to chase after man. 
true love. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, he did a little a Little Mermaid medley. She did Dark Magic, actually. Of course. I mean, what I wouldn't expect anything else from Disney at this point in time. Ursula. Hey, no, it's the Little Mermaid. It's Ariel. Oh. Um, but he did like Under the Sea and Part of Your World, and I'm like, this is this is really good. Ben, you should play Ariel in the next uh, remake. <laughs> <laughs> the next live action. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he did all those songs, and then at the very end, he always does something where he's like, I'm in this city, like Tulsa, and oh. these are my fans. And then at like a count of three, he has everybody yell and scream and shout. And Happy he, birthday! Yeah, and then he posts that video on his Instagram. He has not posted it up oh. at this point yet, but I expect it probably later today or tomorrow. And So what you're really saying is... Mm-hmm. That Ben Rector posted a video of you on his Instagram. He's done it twice before, wow. and both times I'm usually like front and center <laughs> because I was literally front and center at the concert. That helps. <laughs> um, this one, I don't know. I think you should be able to see me, but I am farther back and in the second deck. But uh, if I if I do see myself, I will try to post it to the at until next week podcast Instagram. Ooh. The at until next week podcast Instagram. Please follow us. The voice memo. Yeah, uh, like and subscribe to our Spotify. Smash that like button. Yeah, Apple Podcast. (laughs) Um, Leave us a five star review. I don't. um, I don't think I've ever asked you guys to do that before. Um, Probably not. But then also leave us an actual written review on Apple as well. I can read all that stuff. Is very helpful. Unless it's not just for uh, filling us up. You know. Yeah, you got to gas us up. Gas up the economy. You Mm -hmm. know, bring back the gold standard. Mm -hmm. Send us gold. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know what uh, another good musician is? We can't go there yet. Why not? We can't go there yet. It's me. Okay, okay. <laughs> but okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, that was about the Ben Rector, everything we really did. Um, they're in Tulsa. Got to meet him. He got to sing. And uh, I didn't want to go here, but one this quick question for you, which you might not have many thoughts here. But when you're going to a concert, do you typically look up the concert set list ahead of time or do you think that kind of takes away from the lure of the concert itself? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because I've been to exactly two concerts before in my entire mm-hmm. life. I helped you make it to one of them. You did. That yes. You sold me the drugs we that did. got me to that concert. Yep. And we discussed that briefly on the I mean, pod. the tickets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, the first one I went to, super impromptu, mm-hmm. and I didn't pay for somebody and my ex-lady friends, like, uncle and aunt paid for it. Mm-hmm. And I did not look up the set um, for uh, John Party. Yep. I was trying to remember who it was. <laughs> like, it must have had a great impact on your life. Yeah. Um, no, I like John Party. And then for um, Thomas Rhett, no, I didn't look it up either. Um, because mm. mostly because I didn't know they came out with a set list. Yeah, I mean, it's not always... It's not like a typical thing like the artist posts, but typically if you go on like Spotify, you can just search their name and be like 2023 tour. And then someone makes a Spotify playlist. And that's what I did for Ben Rector. Typically I wouldn't do this, but I was kind of curious what he'd be singing. So then I saw he was going to be doing mainly older hits. I knew he was going to be doing the Travis Tritt thing. Yeah. But I think it did take away some surprise and it's probably not as fun doing it that way. But he did not, or I guess the Spotify playlist did not have anything about the Little Mermaid medley. Hmm. So that did take me by surprise. I'm like, this is good. I'll I probably enjoy this. like the the Travis Tritt mm-hmm. cover. It was, he he overall like his that. voice is just I don't know velvety. It's, it's beautiful. Like it's, it's such saucy. a good voice, liquid gold. Um, and yeah, he can sing like literally anything, and can it's just fill a room. Excellent. Uh, yeah, it was a very good time. I really enjoyed it. 
But now we can go into the other artists you were going to mention yeah. in our quick questions with Dane. Dane, Please what artist did you want to talk about? Well, I'm glad you asked, Samuel, because we have another case of profiling of a redhead. Uh, again. <laughs> again. When will this stop? The red hate will never stop. Mm-hmm. It's been happening ever since I was a child, and I'm a big advocate of stopping hate on gingers. Okay, but what hate is happening for gingers in your life? Ed Sharon. Oh, not Ed Sharon? He's getting sued. What, what did he do? He didn't do nothing other than be red and sing beautiful I'm not going to say what kind of music mm-hmm. he makes because it's not baby making, and that's not for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> what, what? What? Oh man! Wait. What song then? What? What is he doing? Well, hold on. We're thinking about it. It was that thinking out loud song because mm-hmm. he's thinking out loud about you, baby. Yeah, girl, what you doing? Okay, but who's suing him? Um, the granddaughter of that one person, Marvin Gaye. Is it really him? I don't know. It, it was. I, it I was one of those people. We looked it up. It, yeah. was, it was like their family lawyer or something because it sounded similar. I immediately went to Spotify, listened to both songs. They do not sound similar. It's, it's <laughs> not very similar whatsoever. And yeah. that's the thing with music in general. Like, There's so much nowadays. Yeah. Like, You can find similarities in about anything. And it's like, well, this sounds similar. I want some money. There's millions and millions of songs out there, and mm. you're telling me that some of them sound alike? Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Imagine that. Not to mention... Ed is the poster boy of redheads everywhere. We're waiting on I think, um, our takeover. I think Harry might be. Harry who? Uh, not Harry Styles, but Harry, the guy who was royalty, but then he's like, no, 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 I'm going to the U.S. now. He's not American royalty. Yeah, but I think he's kind of the face of redheads, and then Ed Sheeran would probably be a number two. Well, Harry, what's his last name? He's like the Prince of Wales or I something. I don't care where the whales are. Mm-hmm. but <laughs> Yeah, and that's the weird thing because I, he's in England and they're trying to take over all the whales. That, yeah. Like, it, how many whales are you talking... <laughs> again, I could be completely off. I probably am off. You're this not is, off. This might be someone else. Um, but he is a prince. <laughs> he is a prince, Prince Harry, mm-hmm. and he sucks. <laughs> I thought you were trying to stop redhead hate. Oh, that's true. And then you say this. You got to be consistent well, for your points to sick Dane. Now you're crossing over. Everybody knows my distaste for foreign countries. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the UK is just so so foreign to us. You're right. It's not necessarily foreign countries. Mm-hmm. It's Britain. That's it. That's it. It's like that's sure, what, well, hey, that's why we won World War 1776. That was not a world war, but yeah, we did win much of a war. We destroyed them. We did destroy we got them. We their tea, and they're like, "No, we're not paying any we money." We beat them in everything: mm-hmm. soccer, baseball, soccer again, Pro- politics, most likely politics, health, not health care. Wait, no mouth hygiene. <laughs> yeah, they dental rough. care, yeah, dental hygiene. Rough. There we go. Um, let's see here: real estate. Mm-hmm. Being funny, because mm-hmm. who's that dude that does the karaoke in the car? Um, he just stopped his show. I was watching his good. clips last night. It's uh, James Corden. Yep, he's good. No, but there's a reason he came to the U.S. because he's like, I can't do this in U.K. But now he's yeah. going back, and I'm just good. like, you, UK? you UK? Okay? <laughs> Dang like, it! <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! There's a reason you come to America to get things done. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Ed Sheeran's being sued. I don't think much will probably come out of it except for just more publicity for the person doing the suing. Yeah. That's about I mean, it. You should wait until I start suing people. It'll mm-hmm. be like left and right. I'll sue people over mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Imminent domain. Just whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Property um, rights. Anything. Maybe Lindsay Reed. 
Oh, hey, hey, we're not getting ahead of ourselves yet. Um, I'm suing you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lindsay. I, this, I please keep listening to our podcast. Not Daniel, just you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was one of our first quick questions with Dane. Another quick question with Dane. Tell me what you think about the NFL draft being in Kansas City and just the NFL draft in general. Kansas City should cease to exist as a city. That's my first take. <laughs> But my second take. Hate. So much hate. <laughs> Listen, I'm not as big of a hater as Skip Bayless. Because mm-hmm. Skip Bayless is dedicated to the craft. He'll wear a pair of Jordans, come on the air after LeBron had a 50-point mm-hmm. game, and slander that man live on air. <laughs> yeah. It, he. I mean, that's why. But, but the thing is, people still watch him and listen to him. Like, oh, I hate yeah. this guy. But they interact enough. We're like, okay, we're keeping him. But <laughs> I don't know exactly why this has to deal with the NFL draft. Completely. Well, we, well, I mean, Skip probably talked about it. I mean, I mean, everybody talks about it in some capacity, I guess, in the sports exactly. world. The Cowboys, they drafted Mize something. I can't remember his last name. Mm-hmm. He's a defensive tackle out of Michigan, which the last time I took a defensive player out of Michigan, his name was Taco Charlton. Mm-hmm. Massive bust. Yeah. So that was I mean, I feel thing. like that's the uh, Cowboys in general. A massive well, bust. You want to talk about massive bust? You know who would need a wide receiver? Jordan Love. And what did they not take? Honestly, I think it was good with what they did. They yeah. chose a linebacker, uh, which is good because they were bad at defense last year, especially stopping the run. I think that'll help them out some. So that was actually was that a Will smart McDonald? Move. Hmm? Was it Will McDonald or Iowa State? Had a farm? Uh, yeah, it was like an Iowa guy, I think. <laughs> Dang it. No, uh, you took Lucas Van Ness. That was it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know their names uh, that well, I studied, but yeah, they uh, took a defensive player, and then I think in the later rounds they actually picked up a couple tight ends. Yeah, uh, which is kind of ironic because they didn't look that tight to me. And then Dang um, it. <laughs> you checking out men's appearance against? Hey, they, I'm Packers, <laughs> I gotta see what we're doing. Um, and then, I think they also did pick a wide receiver, maybe like the fourth or fifth round. So, I think so. I, it'll be interesting. I think they'll have a better team than what people expect. Winners um, from the draft: Eagles. Uh, who? Who did they? They took widely considered the best player in the draft. Mm-hmm. In uh, oh, what's his face from Georgia? But Stetson Bennett, Jalen Carter, Jalen Carter. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. He was considered the best player in the draft, but he had off field issues um, with drag racing, which led to somebody dying, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. Oh, that's <laughs> not good. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then later in the draft, they took um the guy who I wanted the Cowboys to take, mm-hmm. Nolan Smith. Just a dog of a linebacker, also out of Georgia. Dog. Oh, how ironic. Barker Park because they're Wolf. Georgia Bulldogs. Yep. Um, and then later on, they took uh, Keely Ringo, corner out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. And then they traded for DeAndre Swift today, former running back out of Georgia. Big moves. Um, <laughs> they someone, someone who... Uh, Georgia think, players. Did you see the one player, I don't know his name, the quarterback from Kentucky? Uh, Will Levis? Yeah. It was so awkward because he was projected. <laughs> I think it said it was like a 90 to 95% chance he would be like a top 10 pick. Yeah. And then basically 100% chance or 99% chance he'll be drafted in the first round. And if you're that high of a pick, that means you're going to be at the draft. Yeah. And they're to have cameras on you. He's going to be in the green room. And he did not get drafted and got really awkward. He went in the second sitting round. There. Yeah. And he got drafted by the Titans who last year drafted the guy from Liberty. Malik Willis. Yes, who didn't really get much of a chance. So now they have two young quarterbacks, and I think Tannehill's still there. I think he's still on the roster, yeah. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how that works out. Honestly, I'm a, I am like Malik Willis. I hope he can do something. Um, Levis is just kind of arrogant, and apparently in all of his pre-draft interviews, he was just 
kind of a turnoff to coaches. <laughs> and then he doesn't get drafted in the first round. Go yeah. figure. Imagine that. Whenever you were already considered the fourth best quarterback in this draft. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's what's going to happen, guys. But yeah, that's always kind of an awkward thing um, to happen. I hope, I mean, I hope he does well. I feel like most young quarterbacks, I want them to do well. I don't want them to be complete bust. He went to Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. I like Tennessee. Tennessee's okay. Yeah. Um, as long as it's not Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I don't really, again, like I'm a Packers fan first and then kind of Chiefs or whatever else. No, you're not. Um, but I did see that their first round pick was like a Kansas City guy, yep. which was really cool. Out of K-State, he is from Kansas City and his quote was, I, I didn't look this up, I just read it the other mm-hmm. day. Um, he's like, I literally got drafted by my favorite team ever growing up. And I'm like, what a dream come true. That would be amazing. And that's going to really suck when you guys go 8-9 and nine next year. Or if, you just, or, or if you're just playing bad and you have to get traded. <laughs> that like, too. Oh, that too. This is awkward. But yeah, uh, I think this is kind of cool in general, like the draft and having it in Kansas mm. City, um, local-ish to us. Yeah. And they had like a really cool, I guess, like stage and venue and then like a ton of stars are there. I thought I saw something kind of funny. Um, Andy Reid was like in the crowd briefly. And you uh. see all these people getting pictures with them. And there's these older ladies in full-on cowboy gear yeah. getting pictures with a winner. No, <laughs> we win games too. Mm-hmm. But also, Giannis had a quote that I disagree with this week about okay. winning. We can touch on it quick because we don't want to go too long. We have a lot to come at you with still. As the sixth number one seed ever to be upset by an eight seed, mm-hmm. he said that the season was not a failure, even though they were the odds-on favorite to win the championship mm-hmm. they lost in the very first round. Yeah. And he said it wasn't a failure. And I'm like, no, by definition, it was a failure. I I, I don't think I would like to call it a failure just because I feel like a lot of times they're like, well, if you don't win this, just everything was a complete waste. And I think it's also just kind of a bad question to ask. Like, you're already down, and they're like, hey, did you just completely waste your season? Yes. Was this a complete just loss? <laughs> and yeah. you know there's better questions to ask and again like later on they might comes to say something a little different but i don't yeah. think that's always the greatest wasn't a good ask. time to ask it that's what i hate about like those post-game interviews because a lot of times the media is just trying to get something yeah uh like a hot topic like hey i want a quick sound bite hot from mic. you and it's just not the greatest time yeah, to media ask those questions care. yeah media never cares officials don't care fans don't care mm-hmm. but i care yep Yep, yep, yep. And you know who also cares? The haters. Yes, the haters, but also the lovers. That's and yes, weird. we're talking about our first voice memo ever from our number one hater and lover, Lindsay Reed. <laughs> <laughs> How about supporter? Lover of the podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, I should have... Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But we are going to play for you. Her voice memo. And, you know, because she sent this in, we'll play it. We'll discuss it. I haven't and heard it yet. If you do the same, we'll, we can discuss you next week. That's true. Or the week after or whenever you send it to us. But she sent two one-minute voice memos. We're going to play them back-to-back and then discuss. Back-to-back, Jack. Are you ready for this? Uh, unfortunately. Okay. Here we go. Hey, guys. I'm sending you your first voice memo ever. Sam, I'm listening to the podcast this morning while I'm working out. And you were talking about the chiropractor. Yes, at MSU, we used to get the chiropractor services, um, which I never needed at the time, but I wish I would have done more of that back then. Okay, so post-college for me, a couple years ago, well, I've been out for almost three years, but a couple years ago, um, of course, my hips and my back were killing me, and um, I decided to go to the chiropractor here in Omaha. I did have insurance, but even after insurance, it was over $800. 
and I mean it was it was like eight weeks of treatment so I think I can't remember maybe six weeks but it went like a few times a week and I just got my back popped and I did like electrotherapy and um, this other thing that like rolls out your spine and it was good but I felt like after a long time I I don't know like I was just gonna need to continue to come back well eventually I met my deductible after all this treatment and they told me that each of my visits would now be like $70 or something along those lines and I was like yeah I'm not paying that so anyways the best thing that they ever gave me and that I would recommend to you rather than like going through an entire treatment plan at a chiropractor is to buy a lumbar pillow which is l-u-m-b-a-r they're like 70 or so dollars I mean you can get a nicer one and spend more money um, but I sleep with that every single night now and it like stabilizes your head and neck so that way like when you sleep that's what really messes up your spine therefore messes up your hips um, and gives you a lot of like aches and pains and so if you can keep your head steady that's the name of the game so I really recommend that pillow because um, it's so much cheaper than going to the chiropractor Wait, okay, Dane's gonna call. Who's this? Lindsay! What? <laughs> What's up? We just listened to your voice memo on the podcast. What amazing timing. I have questions. Does this mean I'm on the podcast again? Yeah, you were well, on I mean, the podcast. We literally again. just finished playing your voice memo and you called immediately when we finished playing it. Wow, what a delight. <laughs> Talk about a sign from God. Um, I did have follow up questions. That really quickly for you because I know that's why you called Dane to talk to me on the podcast. Um, for the lumbar... That, is, that isn't... Wait, that's, that's incorrect. Huh? <laughs> you said that is incorrect. <laughs> I called Dane because I'm driving and I'm bored. Oh. <laughs> and I'm entertaining. Yeah, there we go. Um, nope, I just trying to keep up with my, my brothers. Not true. I'm entertaining. You okay, whatever. Anyway, back to Quick question, because apparently chiropractor visits are very expensive. And I knew they were pricey, but I didn't know how pricey. Uh -huh. um, with the lumbar pillow, is that uh -huh. for your head? Or is it, I was looking online, and it looks like they're like for like your hips or back. Well, I think you can, you can get different ones. You know, certainly that would go for your back or your legs, kind of like what you're saying, but the one or the version I should say that I have is for your, your head. So it's like a, like a pillow and then there's like an indention for your, your head and it keeps your head stabilized while you sleep. Um, because if you sleep on your side and let's say you like tuck your head, it messes with your spine. Well, once your spine is out of alignment, as you know, that messes with your hips, your knees, your lower back, and then you start to have some pain. Well, you know, through all of my adjustments and through my chiropractor, um, you know, of course that did help my pain, but like I, like I had said in my voice memo, each visit after you go through this treatment plan just becomes more and more expensive when you can just buy this pillow. And for me personally, um, I've had a lot of pain relief and like stability in my sleep. So... So what version did you get for your cats? None. So you don't care about animal health is what you're saying? You, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I've spent so much money on my cats before, so. <laughs> Including spending money to make your husband immune to his allergies to cats. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> just... I don't think that I don't think there's anything I could do to make him immune to and his allergy to pets. I just I just asked him when we were engaged to prove it that he was <laughs> allergic to cats. And he did. Um but it showed that he was a lot more allergic to everything else, like dogs, grass, mold, dust, you name it. Is it true that you run an Instagram solely dedicated to your cats? No, they run their own Instagram. <laughs> oh, that is pretty unique right there. That sounds like talented cats. <laughs> what do you say? He said sounds like pretty talented cats. Yeah, they're pretty legit. I don't know. One of them doesn't. One of them have pre-cat diabetes. No, you literally just made that up. <laughs> no, no vet, one of them is fat enough. Summer, it seems like it. The vet last summer did tell me that the shmi was certified overweight. What's a shmi? Can you explain to the fans? The shmi. So okay, I hate <laughs> having to explain this. Um, so her real name is Daphne. And then one time I accidentally called her Daphne by accident. And then it just kind of was like, oh, her nickname's going to be Shmi. And then once her, you know, personality really evolved, it was like, oh, you're the Shmi. Like, the. I never call her Shmi, ever. I never call her Daphne. I call her the Shmi. What about Schmutt? No, but when I took her to the vet for the first time in Omaha last summer, I was too ashamed to tell the vet that I named my cat the Shmi. So I referred, I referred to her as Daphne, and Daniel was sitting next to me, and in front of the vet, he was like, who? <laughs> and I'm literally like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Anyway. Well, thank you for calling into our podcast again. I always appreciate that. Yeah, it's kind of like I've been on here unintentionally a few times now. Yeah. We have one quick question before you go. What is that, Dane? Okay. What is your favorite Taylor Swift song of all time? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, I think that I will always be a number one fan for the All Too Well song. And I think the 10-minute version is just even better um, than the original version. False. But... If I wasn't to go with All Too Well, I think that some of her songs off the Midnight album are really great, especially the 3 a.m. edition, like the extra songs that she released, such as Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda, and, or Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda. Um, hmm. I don't know. Really, anything by Taylor Swift is just a banger. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I just thoroughly enjoy her. Do you think I have a shot with going on a date with her? No, and I don't know why you keep talking about that on the podcast. We gotta go. Like, Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! I, I, okay, honestly, she sounds like she was about to go off on you for for whatever reason. As, I, I bet she doesn't be like, "Hey, if you keep on talking about going on a date with her, you might not have a better chance with other people who feel like they're maybe I don't want to say inferior to her, but maybe think yeah. they are inferior to her." Do you think that talking about Taylor Swift so much could be hurting? Your chances are actually getting a legitimate date, Dane. I mean, it could, 
be hurting my chances, but it certainly helps my chances of getting a date with Taylor. That is true. That is true. And I think for that reason, you should just keep it going. Keep it going, Taylor. Um, but but that was just like crazy timing. We literally finished her two voice memos back to back, and then she immediately starts calling, um, which is great because I did have questions and follow up regarding her voice memo about like the lumbar support pillow, and we got those oh. answered. So there is a lumbar support pillow for your head, which I guess I'll need to look into because... If I can just get that and it will fix my hips and help my alignment and make me all spry and young again, that could be the better option. I think I accidentally bought one because I have a pillow with an indention for my head. That could be it. <laughs> I think it is. You might, that maybe, do you have, a, do you have aligned hips right now? Uh, no, they're tighter than a snare drum. You got the wrong one then. Oh, um, <laughs> maybe you should talk about that with Lindsay later on and she might be able no. to help you. Um, but yeah, I know chiropractor visits are pretty expensive. Um, so I might look into doing that briefly, but I know that's usually not the long-term solution and it can be very pricey. Um, so I guess I'll just need to look into that lumbar pillow. Yeah. Or we should just go to the chiropractor school ourselves and learn how to pop our own. We pop them ourselves. There we go. (laughs) So thank you, Lindsay, for the great voice memos. Memos. And for talking to us again on the podcast. Or voice minnows, if you will. Yes, voice minnows. But... As you might have noticed, Dane asked Lindsay a quick question about her favorite Taylor Swift song. And yes, we are at the 37-ish minute mark of this podcast, but we are not stopping. And we're going to draft our top Taylor Swift songs of all time. All time. Yes. And we're not going to do our typical four and four. We're going to go five and five. We did some research beforehand. I'll figure out what our top picks would be. I have a coin. And yes, Dane does have a coin. He's going to flip. If it's heads, who's picking first? Well, you're taller than me, so you can be heads. Okay, so if it's heads, because usually we don't know. He always is like, hey, one or two, Siri. And then he she, Siri says it, and they're like, wait, what do we say? Or <laughs> making it clear, heads is me. Tails Never is fails, you is for the first pick for our snake draft of the top five songs of all time. Flip it. It is... It is Tails. Dane, <laughs> you get to pick first. And one other thing, the reason we're doing the Taylor Swift song draft today is c- because I got called out on the Ghost Runners podcast YouTube uh, comment section. Yeah, you did. I like posting comments on their videos. And then one of the other listeners of the Ghost Runners, I apologize if I say your name wrong, Ali Hoopy. Hoopy. You um, asked, like, when are we going to do this top songs draft? And I was like, because you asked, we're going to do it this week. And now we're here. We hope you enjoy this. Please tell your friends so they listen also. And if you want to casually promote it in the Ghost Runners um, Facebook group and say like, hey, this is a good podcast, that would be better than me saying it because I think we could have some solid crossover (laughs) audience members to get those views up. That'd be crazy. Yeah. So if you want to promote us, I would appreciate that so much. Thank you. We let the fans decide (laughs) here on the pod. But yes, it has started. And Dane... The, uh, whatever the music plays before the NFL draft pick. Ding, 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 yes. Ding. Your so, first overall pick, go. With the first overall selection, Dane tells the truth first. <laughs> because my first selection was going to be all too well mm-hmm. until Lindsay took it right there. But she, you can still take these. I know, but I don't want to be redundant. Okay. Redund- all right. But BT dubs the five-minute original version of all too well. Way better than the 10-minute version. 
So is that your pick? That's not my pick. Okay. My pick is going to be, so I was a huge Swifty when she was country because mm-hmm. that country's better. So mm-hmm. I'll take love story. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Go with all too well. No, <laughs> love story. I hate you. Okay. Well, that messes up some of my picks. Okay. Uh, do you want to explain yourself? Yeah. It's about a love story. <laughs> now every person knows it. And honestly, it was up there as one of her like better country hits and before she made the crossover, which um, low-key, I will be having one pop version of her song later in this draft. So, Love Story is the number one consensus overall pick. Thank you. I just want to point out that was going to be my number one overall pick. <laughs> and I'm pretty disappointed you didn't stick with All Too Well. Thanks a lot, Lindsay. You messed up my whole draft. That's true. I would have taken All Too Well if yeah, she hadn't said so that. So, uh, luckily, I did rank my top tens for these kind of situations. So, for my number one overall pick... I will pick You Belong With Me. Same album early on. You belong on. with me. Baby, can't you see? Baby, can't yeah. you see? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I really enjoy that song. I think for a lot of my picks, I have like different specific reasons. Yes, that is a bop, but also it's definitely a song where if you're like, I think especially in college when we had like different dances and stuff, that song would be played and we would belt it at the top of our lungs, and it's just such a good, I guess, feel-good song. It was one of Taylor Swift's original hits. I don't have a lot of songs that I absolutely love of hers from her country days, but this is one of them that sticks well. I think it really stands the test of time, and yeah, it just has a lot of good memories attached to it for me. From her Fearless album. Yeah, Fearless. Which is a great album, Yeah, by it's the, the same as the Love Story um, song that you mentioned. Also but from that one. That is my number fearless. one overall pick. For my number two overall pick... This is this is pride and take some people for surprise. Whoa. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going to go with Ready For It off her Reputation album. Now, this ah. is completely different vibe from her original um, country music. And honestly, I wasn't a huge fan of the Reputation album as a whole. But Ready For It was one of the songs that really stuck out to me because oh. when you first start it... I've never heard it. I, I might insert it right here. Cute it up. Yeah. No, you don't need to play it right now. I'm going to literally insert no, it. for me to listen to later. Okay. But I inserted it there, and it has the craziest bass to start really? a song. And you're just it. like, oh, oh, this, Taylor, you have me feeling some way right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, just the whole song is very solid. I went to her reputation tour in Kansas City back in, I think, fall of 2019. And yeah, it was amazing at the concert. It's amazing just listening to it. Just overall, a very solid song. And yeah, those are my first two picks of the draft. Dane, what are you going with for your next two picks? Oh, man. I don't know where to go with this because, honestly, I I could go anywhere. Like I own several vinyls of Taylor's. Personally, I have over... How many songs do I have liked by her? I have... A lot. I have 28 songs liked by her on the Spotify. Um... Ugh. Um, I don't know which one to take. I, I asked you to come prepared, so you I should know. have an easy pick. It's all right. I am prepared. And, oh, here's one that I actually do think is awesome, but it's kind of a surprise pick because she wrote this song. Okay. Gave it to another band. Okay. They sang it, and it was great. Okay. And then she came out with it on her Taylor's version. Okay. Better Man. 
by okay. Taylor Swift. Okay, okay. On give, the Red give, album. Give us some analysis of that song. So when she wrote it, like for Little Big Town, um, it came out, and it's a song I used to scream out the window while driving to go weed eating at work. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were a better man. And it's just, uh, it's one of those that like, you're just like, man, thinking about it and thinking about the lyrical uh, genius that there is to it. Um, and you're thinking about, cause like my first pick would have been all too well. Right. Mm-hmm. And which you still can pick in your top five if you want it. Yeah. Could still maybe perhaps make it one of these days. Um, but maybe not yet. So we're going to go with better man, Taylor Swift, red okay. version, Taylor's version. Number three overall pick for you, Dane. Who are you num- going with? My number three overall pick pick. Oh man. It's going to be, it's going to be. Mm, fearless okay okay fearless like from the fearless album okay i like that because her early stuff like that's when she started to hit her groove um as a country musician and if she had stayed country oh my word she would not be nearly as big as she is so but it would have had some other great country hits in the mix we would have had such a great time mm-hmm. but and that's what we actually talked about on our first date taylor and i mm-hmm. is why she made the crossover she declined to answer that question it was obviously for money. So okay. here we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you had Better Man and Fearless. I think. Are you ready for me to... Are you ready for it to go back to me? I'm ready for you to declare that you were 22. Uh, yeah, that actually is my next pick. Oh, no way! <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was... I you're just, just reading that. my mind. Um, yeah, 22 is my next overall um, pick. It was from a Red album. There's a lot of good songs on that album, and Red it came is out... Awesome. Uh, I think during my freshman year of high school. So yeah, I would hear it again. I know some people might call me out for having like lots of like radio type single picks, but radio hits are bops. I like them. They are but bops. It, 22 is a very, uh, is a song that you can sing along to very well. Whenever I hit my birthday, when I turned 22, you yeah. know, I had to play it because it's like, ah, oh, I am 22. Ooh, ooh. Because um, <laughs> when you're 22, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just a solid. It's a happy song. Like it's good it to play like in the car, windows down, or in the summer. Um, it was especially special when I did turn 22, and yeah, it was just I, the Red Album had a few songs I really enjoyed, and that was one of them. And that's why I'm going with 22 for my third overall pick. I find it wildly annoying. <laughs> I, I mean, some people might. But I, I, it again, it is played a lot. It was a radio single. Yeah. Um. But it, I think it stood the te- uh, test of time pretty well, which is why you hear it so much, which is why you might think it is annoying. I don't think you'll take this one, but I knew you were trouble. Mm-hmm. Also, a really annoying song. Um. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for my number four overall pick, I gotta go with. Blank Space. Ooh, that's a good one. It is a good one. That's one of her pop ones that I like. Yeah, so from her 1989 album. Love 1989. I think that was one of the albums I really first, like, really dug into her music a little deeper. Yeah. And I did see her for the first time in concert during her 1989 tour in Kansas City. Oh. Um, I think it's always kind of funny when I go because... Guys are vastly outnumbered at Taylor Swift concerts. They're scarce. Let's just yeah, say that. Not a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was one of them at that tour. And again, 1989, I had a lot of songs. I was kind of debating on what I'd pick here, but I kind of kept going to blank space. Again, there's a variety of reasons. Like it is like one of her solid pop hits. Yeah. Um, It's easy to sing along to, but also in high school, I believe it was, I think it was my junior year of high school. 
I remember in my English honors class, we actually watched the music video for Blank Space and like <laughs> compared it to, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, I think The Great Gatsby, because I oh. think the filming location was maybe where they also had the movie for The Great Gatsby. Near the Green Light. Yeah. you Oh, you know it. You, I've seen you, The Great Gatsby. You, you, yep. <laughs> um, but that was just like one of the reasons where it kind of ties into my high school and having good memories. And then also, yeah, it's just a bop. I went to the tour, enjoyed it. Um, yeah, Blank Space, very, very solid song. And that is my fourth. And I'll write your name. That's my fourth overall pick. So what are you going to write your name on for your... Fourth pick. So I'm at three total right now? Yeah, you've picked Love Story, Better Man, and Fearless. Perfect. I will double down on the 1989 that you just came out with here, and I'll go with Style. Ooh, I thought you were going to go a different route, but okay, tell I, me a little bit about your style. <laughs> I love Style because, um, honestly, whenever I think about the ultimate, like, just kind of look that I'm going for, I remember watching that music video as well, and they got the dude in there with the white t-shirt and he's slicking back mm-hmm. his hair. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, I It's almost wish. like they have lyrics about like the white t-shirt. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, but to go with that, yeah. That's what I've always wanted my style to be where I can just wear like the classic vintage like jeans and mm-hmm. like leather jacket mm-hmm. and slick my hair back yeah. and things like that. So you want to be Harry Styles. I am Harry Styles. Because plot twist, this song style? Oh. It's pretty sure Harry? I'm pretty sure it's about Harry Styles. That's crazy. Yeah, but I wasn't one of my picks, so I didn't do a deep dive here. Are you saying Dear John's about John Mayer? <laughs> I, maybe. We'll see. Um, okay. But style was just like, man, it just has this cool feel to it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just describing that really good, like aesthetic vintage yeah. style. Whenever I hear I know some, most people do think Harry Styles, but I think of Dane. Dane Beesmeyer. Yeah, Dane Beesmeyer. Yeah. Or Dane Swift. Ooh. <laughs> I will not take <laughs> you her last name. No. <laughs> Again, if it doesn't work out with Taylor, all you single ladies, oh, uh, put your hands up for Dane. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Too much of a crossover to uh, Beyonce. But yes, so you have Love Story, Better Man, Fearless, Style. Yeah. And with that, does that mean you're on your last pick right now? I am on my last pick. Okay. Who are you picking with your fifth overall pick, Dane? I could go 500 different directions here. Okay. Um, you could go to the one that you're going to pick number one overall because this is your list. Yeah, I and know. I don't think we're going to have crossover on our last picks. Mm, um, so I really want to go with the very first song I remember hearing by Taylor Swift that I loved. You can do that, but I also really like All Too Well. But we've already talked about it, so I'll go with the very first song I remember hearing. Okay, from Taylor, and that's Tim McGraw. Oh, that's her first song on her first album. Yeah. Well, and of course, it was a hit on country radio when she was 15, mm-hmm. and I was like, huh, who's this child singing on the radio? <laughs> and I was much more of a child at the time, uh, you know, how it is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But that just reminds me of, like, the evolution of, like, country music at the time, where there was a lot of, like, great, like, female artists like Carrie Underwood and Taylor and... Um, people of that yoke and that nature. And I just, I remember listening to songs like that, driving home from like my baseball practice, my football mm-hmm. practice, basketball practice with the windows down. Cause my dad insisted on having the windows down. Probably because it was expensive to use air conditioning during the summer. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, that's so, so pricey. That's Mark for you right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tim McGraw, just a classic started it all. Okay. I, I like, I like your picks. Um, for my fifth overall pick, we touched on it earlier. You weren't going to touch it in uh, your list, and that is, I knew you were trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and here, okay, hear me out. Some people probably don't like this pick. But again, this reminds me vividly of my freshman year of high school, 
It was on the radio a lot. I remember going to baseball practice in the spring of 2013, um, would be in the batting cages and they'll have the radio on the background. And I vividly remember hearing, I knew you were trouble. Um, and in the and, cages, you knew you were trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they knew I was trouble when I was in those dingers, but that was just one of the ones that kind of stood out to me at that point in time. Brings me back to my freshman year of high school. I'm pretty sure I can't find, uh, the remix, but I think she had a remix of that song with some rapper. I don't think it's on Spotify. I don't know mm. where it is. I think it was just for the radio. Um, but both versions, the one with the rapper, which I'm, I think happened. And then like her normal version are both very solid. Um, and I think it also made for some good memes. I think that's like the goat meme. Like, I knew you were trouble. Then she does like the, ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew trouble. Yeah. And that's a screaming goat, like right there. Oh. Uh, oh. Um, but yeah, just a lot of good memories around, around that song. I had a hard time picking my top five. I yeah. usually could have had a top 10 list and then some because Taylor Swift is one of the best, if not the best female artists of our generation. Do you have two or three honorable has, mentions? I, I'll go through all my honorable mentions. Okay. If you want to, you want me to just go right now, just name off the ones I had in consideration. Yeah. Okay. So the only one that Dane actually picked from me was my number one overall pick love story, which I figured he would probably be more in that country realm, which, which was good was, for my picks. Yeah. Um, the other picks I had after this would have been bad blood, um, Ooh. out of the woods, yep, shake it cool. off. Welcome to New York. And shake then some other too. ones. <laughs> I know. Of course you don't like all my picks, but it's okay. No, it's um, just those ones. And then some other ones I just kind of wrote down and like threw like in a playlist, uh, like picture to burn. Oh, that's a good one. Mine. Good mean. One. Uh, mm. we are never getting back together. No. Welcome to New York. Um, I did something bad, which is a newer one. This is why we can't have nice things, which I think is also a newer one. New Year's Day, which is also a newer one. Yeah. And then Antihero, which is one of our newest ones. I like Antihero. Uh, just quick thing about our list. I haven't really listened to a lot of Taylor Swift since her Reputation albums. Ooh. So there has been all her Taylor versions, which she's yep. released some additional songs on. And then she had like her Folklore and Evermore. And then, yeah, like her newest. Um, oh, then she had Lover, which I didn't really yeah. have much from. I and have then, three songs from Lover on yeah. my liked playlist. And then her newest album, Midnight. So I didn't really have a lot from any of those. I'm sure if I listened to them more in depth, I would maybe have some in the mix. Perhaps. But for the purpose of my list, those are my selections. Dane, what were some of your honorable mentions? Um, this is where you'll start to maybe see some more pop stuff. Because mm-hmm. like um, Enchanted. Yep. Um, loved Enchanted. Um, I loved Exile. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I Almost Do is good. Um, the moment I knew. Yep. Um, Sparks fly. I should have taken that one. Um, uh, uh, oh, was that that one? <laughs> Maybe. Um, I don't know if that is the right one. Well, let's see. Nope. Did the wrong Not one. It. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's why I didn't have it on my top, but yep. Should have said no. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Teardrops on my guitar was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, lover, cruel summer, uh, love remix with Sean, uh, Sean Mendez. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, so basically yeah. our honorable mentions, we just named about all of her other songs. Yeah. yeah. All too well is my favorite <laughs> song of hers. Um, because that it's a lot of what it is, is when you find a song too. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what's going on in your life when you find a song well, that gets well, that's just music in general. Like a lot of yeah. times it's like what's happened to you in that time of life. And that's kind of the reason for a lot of my selections. Like I would have chose love story. Like, I don't know if I necessarily was a huge lover of that song dang it but then when i went to like canacuck like oftentimes we would have that song during our parties and we would just <laughs> yell it at the top of our lungs 
And it was just a really good time with friends. And I think that's what's really so important about music and making memories, you know? And everybody chanting, yes, 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 yes. yes. Which I had never seen that till I got to college. And then you're like, oh, okay, this is this, yeah. is, the, this is the extra bop. I was like, I didn't know people who did this. And, they, and also, side note with Love Story, mm-hmm. that's way better to play at the end of a party than closing yeah. time. Yeah. Do not play closing time ever. You want to end on a hype note and everybody's like, oh, this is a, such a good party. We need to have more. It's like, nope, it's done. It's closing like, okay. time. Um, so I did have a few other songs from our resident Swifty, um, AKA Larn. You know who you are. The fans know who you are. If they don't know who you are, they'll find out who you are. But these <laughs> are what a Swifty would pick from each album. If you were going to listen to maybe only like one song. So I'm going to run through this one list. from each album. Yes. Okay. So, um, from her first album, the song would be Mary's song from mm. her second album. Fearless. You're not sorry. Okay. From her next album, um, Speak Now, Dear John. Yeah, I've heard that one. From Red, you could either go Holy Ground. I've heard that one. Or it looks like State of Grace acoustic version. Ooh, I love acoustic mm-hmm. versions. Mm-hmm. For 1989, you go with I Know Places, ah. Reputation, King of My Heart. Um, hmm. I don't... Oh, it says Lover, Miss Americana. I've heard that. For Folklore, I think it says The One. I think that is it. The one. Um, Forevermore, it's Marjorie. Uh, for Fearless Taylor's version, I'm trying to read this. Uh, the Other Side of the Door. Huh. And then we have Red Taylor's version, I Bet You Think About Me. Ooh, I've heard that. And then for Midnight's, we have Mastermind. Mastermind. <laughs> Full disclosure, I could not say much about any of those songs because I haven't listened to them recently or I just didn't know what they were, like the title of them when I yeah. did hear them. So I need to do a deep dive of all those songs as well. But for you Swifty lovers out there who think our lists were horrible, those <laughs> were the songs for you. Leave us your top five. Yeah, yeah. let us know where your top yeah. five are. are. even This is a great opportunity. We should post our lists. For you to, we could do that. Yeah. Um, but this is also a great opportunity for you to leave a voice memo and kind of explain your top five or your top picks or maybe what we did right, what we did wrong. Um, yeah. You also, if you just want to send us, if you don't want to send us a voice memo, you could just give us a rant online or put it in our comment section on Apple Podcasts, but make sure to leave us five stars so we see it. If it's a one star, we're not going to see it, obviously. Or, or Venmo us with your top five yes, list. Yes, if you want to Venmo <laughs> us, we will sponsor whatever you want sponsored and read out your list. But yeah, yeah it's a great opportunity to kind of discuss this a little bit more, and I'm uh, excited to hear what you think. Yeah, if you DM us, I'll give you Samuel's phone number. No. Or my phone number. Or you can just leave us an Instagram voice memo or go on the uh, Spotify. I think there's always a link at the bottom where you can leave a voice memo. That's so true. One of those ways. I hope you like our list. I think they're pretty good. It was kind of fun. This was probably our best, I think, most competitive draft yet. If you want to let us know who you think had a better list, also let us know. After hearing Lauren's list, mm-hmm. it seems like we were bandwagon fans. Yeah, I, I uh, <laughs> briefly did mention it to her beforehand, What my some of my songs, what they might be. And she's like, they're only singles or whatever else. Like the Swifties will destroy you. I'm like, well, <laughs> it's what my list is. And honestly, singles are bops. That's why they're singles in the first place. That's a good point. Um, that's why I'm not released with an entire album. Yeah. And again, that's my top five. Like I that's obviously okay. do enjoy other songs, um, but I don't always, I don't know. It's not necessarily my top five. Yeah. Um, some other ones. I think there were like two others. Begin Again. That's a good one. It is a good yeah. one. Kind of sad one, but it's a good one. I like the sad ones. Um, so that could have easily been in some sort of list for me. And then 
a bop last Christmas or Santa <laughs> Baby. She does have all her original like early recording days were also very solid songs. But yeah, that was our Taylor Swift draft. Definitely a longer segment than usual. This will probably be one of our longer episodes. But before we close it out, we can't we can't leave without saying something about our sponsors, Dane. Who's our sponsors? First sponsor of the week. You can't you can't go wrong. Undefeated. Jesus Christ. He's got better songs than Taylor. Of Nazareth. He is better everything, but that's, that's just Jesus in general, you know? And he also is better at saving the world, saving his people. Yeah. If you accept and believe him, um, follow him, etc. You trust in his death and resurrection as payment for your sins, you yeah. will have everlasting life. Yes. And that's a good transition to our verse of the week, which Dane has for us right now. So I started reading, I finished Deuteronomy, mm-hmm. which was crazy. Um, but then I started reading Titus mm-hmm. and the apostle Paul in chapter one is talking about qualifications of elder or overseer. Yep. And towards the end of it, I was reading this last night and I was like, Oh, this is un fuego. And he says, uh, to the pure, all things are pure, but to the defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure, but both their minds and their consciences are defiled. They profess to to know God, but they deny him by their works. They are detestable, disobedient, unfit for any good work. I'm like, oh man, yeah. he went off going right hard, there. Going hard right there. I was like, that's crazy because he's like, he's not saying that your works save you, mm-hmm. but you can tell a believer's uh, or who a believer is by their works. Yeah, because if there's no fruit from believing, are you actually believing? Yeah, because anybody will claim to know Jesus, to love Jesus, as or for fire insurance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basically saying, like, I'm going to live how I want to live, but yeah, if Jesus can get me into heaven just in case, that'd be great too. Yeah. You can't, no, it's not yeah, it. You, you need to be fully bought in. You got to follow him with all your heart. And then through that, your actions in your life will reflect yeah. what his word says. Revelation says, if you are neither hot nor cold, it'll spit you out of your mouth, out mm-hmm. of his mouth. Yeah. 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 So yeah, can't be in the middle. Got to pick a side or okay. another. So that first sponsor of the week, Jesus Christ. Second sponsor. He'll never be number one for us, but he will <laughs> be our number two. Jake Trustenart. Jake Trustenart. We're, uh, we're recording in his house again. If you want a piece of art, tell us right now and we can give it to you. He's not here right now, so but, we can but, just give it to you. Yeah, and if you Venmo us like $1,000, <laughs> then you'll definitely get that piece of art. You definitely will. Right now, I'm looking at a man. Is that kind of the thinker? It looks like a thinker. I don't know. He's thinking about something. In yeah, there, there's a lot of different solid paintings around us. There's Honestly, if you want to spruce up your apartment or home, you know, buy some art from Jake Trustin Art. And if you want something just like directly commissioned from him, he can do that too. Because you know what? He's a stud and he's a sponsor of the Until Next Week podcast. Spruce up your art or home. Mm-hmm. Go to the zone. Auto zone. Jake Trustin's house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, sponsor of the week, number three, Lindsay Reed. Lindsay Reed. You, and the reason, I mean, we had a lot of reasons to have you as our third sponsor, but your timing is impeccable. That was You impeccable. left us our first voice memos because yep. you just had so many thoughts. You left us two. And then you just went in and called us. You could sense that we were talking about you. I could feel it. And you also said you were bored. So I'm sorry that we went long now because you're just sitting in your car bored while we record <laughs> this. It's true. But you did have another interaction on the podcast with us. That's... I mean that's 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 special right there. Breaking news to the podcast: If you're listening to us this far, mm-hmm. every June I come out with my top ten haters. Mm-hmm. That's coming up soon, and that's coming up soon. So be on the lookout for that for the 
fifth year edition of my top 10 haters. I've remembered to do this every year for five years now. <laughs> hey, that's, that's good stuff. That, um, that's commitment. And also, again, this is, this is our longest episode ever. So who knows Dang if you're it. still listening, but I think most of you probably clicked on this to listen to our Taylor Swift draft. So there's a chance you hear us right now. So if you do hear us right now, leave us the code word all too well 10 minute version should have been Dane's first pick (laughs) instead of love story. You have to send us that entire thing (laughs) and then we will consider having you on the podcast maybe in the future if you're entertaining and can hold a conversation well. But we have. If you also, don't need not apply. <laughs> yeah. If you and even if you do send us those words and you don't want to be on the podcast, just send us the words anyway. It's something that's fun. But also, more importantly, please leave us a five star review. We'll have you a know? test conversation with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, longest episode of the podcast ever. I hope this was your favorite episode ever. I'm gonna go listen to more Taylor Swift now. And I, yeah, I'm I'm excited to listen as well. But I I'm too. I need to edit this. This will take a while. That's true. Thanks a lot, Lindsay. After gosh, Lindsay, <laughs> we would have been like 15 minutes short if it wasn't for you. And yeah, it was like literally around like 30 minute mark when you called, and I was like, this this is gonna be a long episode. But I was ready for it. Oh, doom doom doom. What? That was one of my songs with the bass because it hits. And honestly, I don't know what else to say. Dan, you have anything else to say? Because we should just end this episode right now. No, we love Taylor. We hope she'll be on the pod one day. Until then, and until next week. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>